The book of Matthew 21, verses 8 through 11. If you have your Bibles and you would turn with us in the word of the Lord. Hasn't the Lord been good to us? Hallelujah. Book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 8 through 11. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. And others cut down branches from the trees and strode them away. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem... All the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude, everybody say the multitude, said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Verse 8 once again said, They spread their garments in the way, and others cut down the branches from the tree and strove them in the way. I want to talk to you just a few moments. Just simply the thought, palm praise. Amen. I want to talk to you about palm praise. Hallelujah. We find in the Scripture that on the cross they said, come down from there and save yourselves. Uh, We find that they challenged Jesus to come off the cross. If you say that you are who you say you are, then prove to us that you're God and come down from that cross. But he had proven time and time again that he was truly the Messiah. He was truly the God, the one in control. And even on that day where it looked like it was bleak and and gloomy and looked like everything had fell apart, looked like that he wasn't God to them, he was still God. They just had no idea and did not realize what it was that he was actually doing for them and for the ones to come for you and I. We find that it was a different particular time when Jesus entered Jerusalem. We find that they began to cut down branches the palm branches, and they began to throw down their coats and they began to welcome Him by saying, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is He that cometh in the name of the Lord. And they began to bless Him. We we look at the, the situation as it occurred and Jesus was treated with the proper respect that He needed to have been treated. And that was to give him the praise. Let me tell you, uh, my friend, that tonight it's important that we realize that we're here to give him respect as far as our praise is concerned. I'm talking about palm praise. You'll understand it before this is over with tonight, but there's something about praise that gets God's attention. If we could ever learn how to praise God, sometimes we go through the motions. Sometimes we go through the ritual. Sometimes we just go 
through the traditional thing to do of clapping our hands and raising our hands and maybe singing a few words to a song. But my friend, if we could ever get praise in our hearts, if we could ever get praise uh, on our lips and we could just begin to magnify and lift up the name of the Lord, you would you would uh, never begin to realize what God can do and what situations that may occur that you can be an overcomer if we could just get some palm praise that would begin to take place. The palm tree, we look up and we find that it attains and represents uh, something of a great uh, magnitude. We find that the, the, the physical uh, description of the palm tree, it, it was about 80 feet, but more commonly 40 to 50 feet in height. We find that the palm tree begins to bear fruit after it has been planted six or eight years. And it continues to be productive for a century. Its trunk is straight and tall and unbroken, terminating in a crown of emerald green plumes. And we find that like uh, the gigantic ostrich feathers, these leaves are frequently 20 feet in length and they droop slightly at the ends and whisper musically when the breeze begins to come about. Praise. Palm praise. The palm is in truth a beautiful and most useful tree. Its fruit is the daily food of millions. Its sap furnishes an agreeable wine. The fibers of the base of its leaves are woven into ropes and Ridging its tall stem supplies a valuable timber. Its leaves are manufactured into brushes and mats and bags and couches and baskets. The palm tree was a very important tree during the time of Jesus. Most of all, because of its height and because of its structure, because of it being so high, I made mention of that it was anywhere from 40 to 50 to 80 feet high. By looking up, you could see the fruit. My friend, today let me tell you something, that somebody needs to begin to see your fruits every now and then. When we begin to worship and lift up the Lord, they need to see an 80-foot palm praise. Our hands lifted up represents the palm tree branches stretching out so that somebody uh, can uh, see our praise toward our God. Our lifting up uh, to Him that lifted up His hands and died upon a cross. We find that the life of Jesus, there was a lot of noise in the last week during the ministry of the Lord. It was a noise of welcoming, like the greeting of a great a person, a celebrity, a king, which he was. And he made that interest when he became came to the home city. There he uh, deserved and should have been treated royalty. But we find uh, that, yes, uh, there was a situation taking place on a hill. Uh, we find at Calvary when he would die on a cross that there wasn't much praise that began uh, to take place. There was a lifting up, but it was Jesus. It wasn't the lifting up of Him in praise, but it was lifting up the name of the Lord. It was cursing and putting Him, putting him down and mocking Him and putting Him to shame. But my friend, we find that in this day, when we 
when He came into the city and He entered that day into the presence of His own disciples who had followed and walked by Him and was in His presence from day to day. They met Him in the way. They took their coats off and laid them down in His path because He was the King. He was the Almighty. He was the one true Messiah. He climbed. They climbed trees and they began to cut down the palm branches from the top to pay tribute and honor to Him. My friend, it was a sacrifice to climb up a 40 to 50 or 60 or 80 foot palm tree. The fruit is up top. The branches would represent it of that royalty uh, to, to wave and to give praise. That Somebody had to make a sacrifice and climb up a tree and get those. It wasn't something that you just chop down the tree and you take the leaves off. But somebody made an effort and climbed up to the top of that tree uh, to get that palm branch. Let me tell you something. It, it, it's it's worth it when you go to the house of the Lord and you you begin to put praise uh, on your lips and you begin to lift your hands and you begin to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth. When you begin to sing a song and you sing it not for just somebody uh, to entertain somebody in the place of worship, but you begin to lift up the name of Jesus. My friend, that's palm praise. Somebody made a sacrifice. We find people all over this great nation. Some go to the house of God when they want to. Some go every now and then. But there's some who has a desire, a longing in their heart to want to praise God that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the storm. It doesn't matter the temperature. It doesn't matter the, the weather. It doesn't matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter the hard day at work. If you could just make a sacrifice, they have it purpose in their mind that if I could just get to the house of God, yes, I've sacrificed myself, but who am I? He sacrificed something greater. And if I could just make it my little sacrifice to the house of God, walk through those doors, come in the place of worship, not only walk inside those doors in a place of worship, but begin to lift my hands, forgetting about my day, forgetting about myself, climbing up that tree, bringing down the palm branches, bringing down uh, that of myself, putting down me, decreasing myself so that He can be increased and begin to put on a palm praise so He can be lifted up. And when the praises go up, the blessings begin to come down. I'm talking about palm praise, sacrifice. So many people say it's hard to go to the place of worship. I just can't get there every night. Some people, they're only faithful to the regular times you have revival at other times and they can't make it. But my friend, if we can just sacrifice the little of ourselves and get there to the place of worship every time the doors are open and begin to lift palm praises to Him, they climbed up that tree and got the leaves, the fruit, the best part of that tree was at the top in your life. The best part is up top, and you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to get down on your knees in the wee hours of the morning and pray. You're going to have to do some fasting. You're going to have to uh, try to attack the flesh that wants you to do it this way and wants you to do it that way. You're going to have to try to overcome the little things that get in the way. But my friend, when you do, and you begin to put on the palm praise, and you get the leaves out just as they did, and as the disciples lay their, their robes and their coats down as in honor of a king and in honor of Jesus today, if we can just do that, that God is going to pour out a blessing untold. He's going to give us the miracle. He's going to give us the revival. He's going to give us that which we desire the most. He's going to save our family. He's going to save our co-worker. He's going to save our friends. He's going to save this world. But most of all, we're going to save ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. 
pile of praise. But this was a day of delight. Great worship. The king was coming into Jerusalem. And they were happy to see him. Oh, it was a good noise. Don't you like a good noise when you come in the place of worship? I'll tell you what good noise is all about. You know, I, some people, they like to, to, to hear sweet music or uh, they like to hear other things that, that's soothing uh, to the mind and, and, and it's, it's, it's pleasant to the ear. But oh, I tell you what's sweet. I tell you what is what's great. It's when you walk in a place of worship, you go in the prayer room, and you just begin to hear the chanting, the crying, and the pouring out of hearts of men and women about praying and just saying, God, send us revival. Oh, bless brother and sister so-and-so. Save my family. God, save my children. Oh, that's, that's sweet, sweet music to my ears. That's, that's good noise. Amen. And it's something about starting a service. And you begin to clap your hands and rejoice and see somebody get the victory. Amen. And seeing somebody and hearing somebody speak with that heavenly language. Oh, what an awesome, oh, what an awesome good noise that is. Amen. By the end of the week, the noise that rang in the ears we find was different. The noise of the wicked rulers and the same people that began to lift praises now were chanting another type of praise. And it was a praise with their own self. A praise to do something else. The praise that was in honor, the palm praise that was deserving of Jesus was something else. They were saying, crucify, kill Him, destroy Him, give us Barabbas. And we find that the chief priest and those leaders begin to mock and say amongst themselves, He is a nobody. He cannot save this is all false teaching and it's all of that. We find that they said we need to do something about this. Give us Barabbas. And that same noise, that was supposed to be palm praise on that special day when Jesus came into the city. They began to chant other things. The devil knows how to get rid of your praise. He knows how to destroy palm praise. He likes you to praise yourself and praise others. Some people like you to praise them. Oh, I did a good deed. Praise me. Thank me for it. But Jesus, that praise that was on that special day, when the cry began to come into the city, when they began to cry out to Jesus, and they began to just uh, throw down the, the, the coats, and they began to throw down palm branches in honor. Jesus saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And they blessed them now. Things had changed. Now they were joining in with the crowd. Be careful and make sure that you're praising with the crowd. It's okay to get with the crowd as long as the crowd is getting with Jesus and praising and lifting Him up. But the crowd was blinded by the things that would begin to take place. They were uh, uh, blinded by the words, the things that were said by the leaders. And fell into the old, same old of what everybody is doing. And that's what the devil would like for somebody today, is to fall in the old, same old with everybody else. They began to not praise Him, but they began to lift their voices and say, crucify Him. He's the thief. He's the murderer. He's this and He's that. Put Him on a cross. He's not the true Messiah. He's not this. and He's helpless. He can't save us. He can't even save himself. And they mocked him and 
put on a crown of thorns. You know the story, so very familiar. And Jesus was hanging uh, between heaven and earth, listening to the noise of all these evil things. Oh, one day it was palm praise. And now they had uh, changed their attitude, changed the mindset, changed the tune, changed the chant. Jesus was hanging on a cross. But while He was hanging there, He was still that one true God. He was still that innocent victim. He was still the, the true spotless Lamb. He had still had love and compassion for each and every one of us. He was still deserving and He fed them when they were hungry and healed them when they were sick and cast out devils out of their children. He had done all these things and now waiting uh, to die on a cross for them to yell out, not praise, not palm praise, but crucify Him. All He ever did was do the things of healing and saving and, and raising people from the dead, unstopping the deaf ears, making uh, the lame walk and uh, the dumb talk and all the, the great miracles. He had done all those things. And what did He get in return? A cross that He would have to suffer and listen to all of these things. My friend, I want to praise Him. I don't want to put Him down. I want to be found praising the Lord. You know, we talk about the cross. And we talk about crucifying Jesus. My friend, let me tell you something. When we don't make an effort to climb up the tree, to go to the house of God, to pull down the best fruit, to put on the best leaf, bring it down and throw it out there uh, uh, in honor of Jesus and our worship, our one true worship and our prayer and our fasting and our supplication, our dedication, our holy living, when we don't and we fail uh, to do those things, we're chanting amongst the crowd, crucifying. Give us Barabbas. I don't want you. I don't want what you have to offer. I don't want to, to thank you for what you did for me, for my sins. Oh, we don't say that uh, uh, in a mannerism as such, but we do it uh, when we don't let praise us, uh, palm praise uh, to Jesus. My friend, today we need uh, to, to chant victory in the camp today. And victory come, it came through Jesus when He died on the cross. On His way to the hill, He faced the terrible noise in these last few hours, the mocking. The women were weeping, and some of His followers were crying out words of encouragement, but even they were drowned out by the blaspheming and by the cursing. There was no praise that was going on. And all of this began to take place. We find that all of this that Jesus had instructed the disciples, all the plans... All of that which He had promised was beginning to be fulfilled. My friend, the church today is our place to worship God. It's our place to acknowledge what He did for us on a cross at Calvary. My friend, looking up the definition of praise, if you were to look it up, the definition in, in Webster's Dictionary simply says an expression of approval. My friend, today, we need to express our approval of what He did at Calvary. And we do that by our palm praise. My friend, listening wherever you may be today, whatever your situation is, He wants a church. He wants an individual today. He wants someone who has the attitude to want to worship and wants to put on the palm praise who wants to sacrifice 
But not take credit for self, but to take credit only for God and His blessings. My friend, today we find that Jesus took the different approach than any other king. We find that the Bible, Jesus came in and on a donkey. We find that kings come in in royalty. They come in on chariots. They rode fancy horses. Jesus came in on a donkey. We find Jesus instructed the disciples to get a donkey, to get an ass and a coat. Never a man had entered a triumph this way. My friend, it represented the burden on the beast, so to speak. Jesus represented the burdens, the cares of all of our sins. He was preparing Himself to carry the load at Calvary. Jesus came into Jerusalem not wanting royalty, not wanting some earthly triumph. It's not some big celebration that He's a king. But my friend, He came in. He came in as just an ordinary man for an ordinary group of people such as you and I. The palm branches represented claim that these particular palm branches came from the top because this is where the first fruit is born. The best. I'm talking about the best. Today, you may not consider yourself a good person. You may not consider yourself the best the most successful in life. But if you know how to worship and put God first in your life, He considers you the best among the others today. My friend, the palm trees and many recordings and throughout the Bible, Jericho was the city of palm trees. We find that the striking appearance of the tree, its uprightness, its beauty, would naturally suggest the giving of its name occasionally to women. We find that in the book of Psalms 92 and 12, the familiar comparison, the Scripture says, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. I don't know what your situations are. I don't know where you've come from. I don't care about where you've been or where you're at right now. All I care is about what God can do for you right now. You may feel like that you're just a seed in the ground that's going to take a long time. To flourish, to come up, to develop into something and becoming fruit. But God wants to take you and pour out a blessing untold upon your life. And He can make you feel important in your life. He can give you the joy. All we have to do is just acknowledge that He's God and the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We can be a part of the elite with Jesus today. All He wants us to do is to give us His highest praise. To give Him all of ourselves. My friend, we can be just as the palm tree. can stand out. The fruit can be seen from afar off. The branches can do so many things. And it goes on to say in the book of Revelation 7 and 9, that clothed with white robes and palms in their hands might seem to us as purely classical an image, but palm branches were used by the Jews in token of victory and praise. My friend, when Jesus came in, they acknowledged Him at the time when they began to praise and lift Him up. They knew what to do when Jesus was there, but in our walks in life, we can forget things can interfere and, and, and get, get in our praise, so to speak. But my friend, we need to learn to keep our praise 
lifted up high. We need to learn to keep our palm branches branches in the in the, in our hands because it represents victory. We need to raise, when we raise our hands in worship, it's just like a palm tree in the distance. People can see our praise, can see our fruit. My friend, listening today, my friend, whatever it is you're going through today, you just need to take your arms and lift them up to Jesus and say, God, I just want to praise you. You can praise yourself out of your situation right now, whatever it is that you're going through. Victory today. It represented a token of victory and peace today. Do you want peace in your life? Then put up your palm praise today. You want victory in your life? Put up your palm praise today. It said that there's 360 different uses to which it may be put. And the statement that it bears its best fruit in old age. It doesn't matter if you're the youngest. It doesn't matter if you're middle age. It doesn't matter if you're the oldest. You're better even at your older age, it says. The fruit is even better the older it is. My friend, this is for the young. It's for the middle age. It's for the older. His spirit is not just for one certain set of people, but it's for anybody. My friend, there's liberty. Wherever the spirit of uh, wherever the truth is, the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty today. And my friend, we need to get our palm praises up. We need to stretch forth our hands today and begin uh, to, uh, to give out our praise uh, to Jesus. God wants our best in our worship. He wants our best in our giving, our best in dedication, time, and our first fruits today. My friend, it was the first fruits. It represented the best. Because it was at the top. Somebody had to climb up there and make an effort. Somebody had to go up there and pull the branches down. Somebody had to bring the fruit down. Jesus, He blesses uh, those who bless Him. He will uh, bless those who praise Him. They laid fruits in their coats out before Him. What a man wore back during that time represented who He was. The priest, the priestly garment. The king, the royal garment. The beggar, the beggar's garment. The fisherman had the fisherman garment. They were saying that this was praise from way down. My friend, today we have a praise attire that we can put on in our worship that separates us from the, the world. We have a holiness attire that separates us from the world. It tells who we are and what we represent. My friend, I'm going to take off what I am and give it to God. Forget about who we are because the King is coming back. And all that matters is Him today. And we need to give Him our best. I don't care who you are or what your situation is. We want the best in life. We would love to have the best car, the best home, the best uh, clothing to wear, the best to eat. My friend, when it comes to serving God, He desires the best too. Hallelujah. He said, who is not with me or who is against me? My friend, we need to bless the Lord. We need to praise the Lord. It's all in how we live our lives. If our lives don't bring glory and honor to Him, we're not blessing. We're not praising. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you stand? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is so worthy today of all of our praise today. Our palm praise. We need to put on our palm praise the best today that we have. The best. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's all about giving God the best. Giving God glory and giving Him honor. 
Amen. He didn't, he didn't die on a cross just so that we might have a holiday. Amen. Some people only go to church two times of the year. Christmas and Easter. That's true. Two times. They are celebrating His birth, celebrating His death and resurrection. But my friend, every time I go to the place of worship, hallelujah, I celebrate His birth. I celebrate His death. But I celebrate His resurrection. Every service that we go to, we need to celebrate a resurrection. Amen. Wherever there's a death, there's life. Amen. Wherever there's life, there's death. My friend's sins have died away. And there's a new creature, a new life. Hallelujah. Whoever you are today, you can come to the Lord. You can repent in an old-fashioned altar of your sins. You can die away of that old self. The old uh, world. The old past. The devil wants to remind us of our past so many times. But God doesn't care about the past. He cares about you right now. And He cares about your future. Amen. Some of us, we need to care a little bit about more about ourselves. That's the first thing. We need to care about ourselves because God cares about us. Amen. You need to care about yourself today. Yes, you've been through some difficult situations. You're going through some uh, uh, tough times. But God today, He cares about what it is that you're going through. He cares about what it is that He wants to do for you today. Hallelujah. I thought about kids. You know, the children in the Bible loved Jesus. It was always an exciting time. Throughout the Scripture, Jesus took time to play with the kids. You, you want to enjoy life and get excited? Play with your kids. Play with some children. They will excite you. Jesus talked many times about how that we need to have a spirit like the children. We can learn from the children. We've said many times that kids can have differences and fight and fuss. And 10, 15 minutes later, they forget about it and play with each other and don't even remember that it happened. Some of us, we can have differences, we can go through situations. We can get upset with somebody. And it may not last ten minutes. It may last ten years before we actually realize that, hey, I'm in the wrong and I need to ask forgiveness so we can be friends again. Let's, let's not be that way. Let's be as a little child. I think Jesus understood children. The disciples on many occasions seemed like they didn't understand children because they were like, get away, you know, we got things to do. This is the kind of attitude. This is for adults only, you know. But no, Jesus said, hey, look, suffer not the little children. We need to learn from a child. Children can outpraise us sometimes. My little two-year-old, he's understanding and starting to realize that, hey, we worship God when we go to church. Hey, when we hear a song or we ride down the road and we begin to sing about Jesus, he begins to lift his hands and praise. He's used to worship. We need to have that attitude. We come in the place of worship, it should be automatic. Not because pastor or, or 
myself tells this church, hey, look, let's, let's praise God. Come on. Let's lift our hands. No, we need to have the attitude, hey, this is my expression of approval, God, of what you did at Calvary. What you have done in my life and blessed me with. God, I, this is just my way of thanking you, of giving appreciation to what you did at Calvary. And this little God and really not enough. It's like taking the palm branches down and throwing down the garments and giving praise to my God. My friend today, God wants to bless you. He loves you today. Can we lift our hands and ask the Lord to bless somebody? Let's give Him praise. Somebody today may want to come to the altar today and give God some praise and thanks. Somebody today just wants to Turn your life over to Him. Somebody today just wants to come to the Lord and repent of your sins. And say, God, I'd like to start this thing all over with my life. It's not working for me, Lord. I just need to do something, Lord, with my life. I don't know what else to do. Let me tell you, encourage you today that you need to repent of your sins. Ask for forgiveness. God is there to forgive you. He wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And then you can take on His name. Baptism. He wants to do something special. Oh, what little it is for us to do in return. To just give Him Paul praise today. Can we do it today? May God with you. Thank you.